Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, recorded live here at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Tonight is Thursday. It's the best night of the week, Larson, because me and the Enforcer watch us some unsolved mysteries right here. It's a lot of fun. It's a watch along. We give you the link. We all sync up. We got a little uh, a time code there at the bottom. Uh, it's a blast. So check that out tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. I can't think of a better time than the midnight hour, Larson, to watch some unsolved mysteries. Unsolve some mysteries. And it's not just any episode of unsolved mysteries we're going back to watch the pilot that is hosted not by robert stack but by raymond burr ironside himself larson wow yeah it's fascinating stuff anyways uh but we're here to talk about professional wrestling before we do that let's talk about our new patrons zach drawl glenn dallas and boss yeah <clears throat> sorry excuse me Basia Duggan, uh, thank you very much for your support. You guys get access to Friendo Club TV today on Friendo Club TV. Also available if you're a Twitch sub or YouTube channel member. The the All NBA Team 90s, the All 90s Team NBA <laughs> Team Night, whatever it is. The yeah. best, the best of the 90s versus the best of the odds are on the court together. Larson, yeah. oh, you versus me. This is exciting stuff. Yeah, and we're 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 building up to our 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 our, our league that we're going to do. We're going to build our own franchises. I have notes right here on this sheet of paper that I you love are it. not allowed to see. That, that's fine. And that's everybody fine. I'm targeting in the draft. If I can build the team how I want to, Targeted. it's going to be basically un, it's going to be unbeatable. You being motivated and engaged, that's all I care about. I don't care if it's wrestling or NBA 2K or whatever. You being excited about something excites me, old there friend. You go. There you go. Anyways, I'm not sure if I'm excited about this or not, but we're getting Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee at TakeOver 30, Larson. Uh, I'm not unexcited about it. So, Am I expecting much from the match? No, but I I think, I mean, like McAfee's uh, crap talk last night on, on uh, NXT was pretty fun. I uh, read in advance just the bare basics of what happened because, you mm -hmm. know, me always getting on Twitter. You see things and you spoil things for yourself. Uh, at least I do. And so I would I didn't know what to expect with this finish, knowing that it was coming and seeing it build and play out in real time. I'll be honest. The segment that was presented to me last night was damn entertaining. I was chuckling throughout the thing. The general idea of these two having a match I have a hard time getting on board with. However, you know me. I love my yes, NXT. You do. And, and to this point, I, I see no reason not to give them the benefit of the doubt. And so I'm going to keep an open mind going into TakeOver 30. They might complete. I mean, my expectations are pretty dang low. These guys might completely blow us out of the water. Entirely possible. I mean, we, Adam Cole is capable of putting on good matches with basically anybody that we've seen, but those mm -hmm. all have been professional wrestlers. Mm -hmm. uh, Pat McAfee, accomplished athlete in his own right, uh, not a professional wrestler, so it'll, 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 it'll be remain to be seen whether uh, Adam Cole can bring him to an interesting match. But if there's a strong story to be told that they could lean on and not have to necessarily dazzle us with in-ring brilliance, 
Mm-hmm. If there's a strong story, that could cover up for some lack of technical ability, I, I dare say. Um, uh, McAfee's a good-sized dude. He's taller than Adam Cole. Um, he's in good shape. You gotta be. You gotta. I mean, I know it's been a while. Do Do you recall? Do you know when he retired from the NFL? I don't think it's been that long. Oh, really? Okay, less than five years. Uh, I don't know about that. I could check though. He's okay. not. Old. He's not that old. I don't think he doesn't look like it. At least. Yeah. Um. I mean, look, the dude he's is. Only, the NFL. He's thirty three. Oh my gosh! Wow. You got to be tough as nails to be in the NFL. I don't care if you're a punter, a quarterback. You know, whatever, whatever. Like the the least rough spot is in the NFL. He still has to be pretty tough. So uh, he played seven seasons in the NFL. Retired in 2016. Oh wow. Okay, so just four years ago. Okay. Um, of course, obviously, professional eight, wrestling. Eight. Professional wrestling is a completely different beast. Uh, I mean, we've heard the the toughest of tough guys. Uh, uh, you know, after one day of, of training in professional wrestling, like God, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the what's the high bar for uh, any sort of celebrity non wrestler guy coming in? Oh, to D'Angelo wrestling? Williams in Impact, man. He was he was like a wrestling prodigy, dude. Man, mm-hmm. he was absolutely terrific. Now, if we're talking uh, people who have no real athletic experience, mm. that I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's not there. There's a there. Yeah, I mean you're you're getting into the drudges of like Jay Leno versus Hulk Hogan, which was yeah an absolute travesty. Kevin Federline. Uh, a, a, that was actually not bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't <laughs> Feder- bad at all. Federline was actually number one. That dude was real. He was actually surprisingly good on the mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some camera charisma too. That guy actually probably could have made it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I, I kind of part of me wishes that they would have put it on uh, like USA instead, like make it the main event of like a special episode mm. of NXT mm-hmm. as opposed to take to me. Takeovers are kind of a, it's sacred. I'm like I'm like Imperium when it comes to takeovers. You know, it, 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 considering how potentially heavy the storyline between Keith Lee and Karrion Cross could get and their yeah. match could be pretty intense. Yeah, sure. Why not have a bit of a, a, a more lighthearted bout? Mm-hmm. To proceed it on takeover, mm-hmm. you know. I wonder, man. They've got they've got Triple H and HBK both, you know, and Adam Cole all sort of helming this match. This might not be as lighthearted as all that, man. Entirely, you know? It's entirely possible. Yeah, I mean, it was it was Triple H today on ESPN who more or less uh, uh, challenged mm-hmm. McAfee on Cole's behalf to this, mm-hmm. to this match. So, you know, I mean, the- and it, you know, it, it's 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 the story's been set up for years. You know, going back, they mentioned it on NXT last night where mm-hmm. uh, there was an NXT show in Indianapolis. Uh, McAfee was was advertised as making an appearance. Adam Cole kind of talked trash about it. So, you know, going back at least a couple of years, the, the the groundwork has been laid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll, really all I have to do is get that dude to uh, just have him gig and like some blood on Pat McAfee's face. People, people might, they, you know, they might turn their heads, but you can't make them too look too strong. Adam Cole's gonna beat Pat, Ma- Pat McAfee. But oh, yeah. I mean, in terms of in terms of like, uh, you know, Vince came to to Vince or Vince, sorry, Vince came to Triple H and was like, "Hey, you gotta get these ratings up." I don't know if this is the way to do it, but you know, they got a lot of buzz off that Pat McAfee show bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Anyways, otherwise, I thought it was a pretty solid episode of NXT. Yeah, there was a lot of fun matches. Uh, you had uh, more intrigue, I guess you can call it, in the uh, North American uh, uh, title uh, tournament scene. Dexter mm-hmm. Loomis has an ankle injury, so he is out. Yes. And in his stead will be, uh, what is it, the four guys that lost their matches? are gonna The four guys who lost but didn't get pinned or submitted. Okay, yeah. So right. whoever didn't actually take the loss is going to be in the second chance or last chance match. There's two of them. Sorry, two matches, two singles matches. Winner of those matches gets the last two spots. And there's another triple threat match next week. Grimes, Kushida, and then a mystery participant. Pat McAfee. Uh, Yeah, so right now we're looking at uh, Finn, John Gargano, and... And then uh, Rich Holland. Oh, and then Rich Holland, that's right. Yeah, who had a pretty impressive showing of his own. Man, that dude is... He is built. He, He looks like... Uh, just a shorter version of uh, like and a less jack necessarily version of Brock. Like yeah, he re- like a lot of thick, just being thick 
And like even his face, he kind of looks like Brock a little bit in the face too, just a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I think I think Holland's like lower body is thicker than Brock's. Like his quads mm. are humongous. Could be. You know what his offense really reminded me of, dude? Taz. Caljack, yeah. We both Remind got Caljack shirts on. Yeah, I know. Suplex cities, yeah. Yeah, he reminds me all the suplexes. Yeah, he reminded me a lot of Taz and just throwing people around in general. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what our boy Caljack does. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, before we get started on this, uh, what do the friendos think about McAfee versus Cole at NXT XXX Triple X? What do you guys think about that? Let us know in the comments below. While you're at it, let's get some more sandwich recipes in our comments, man. Oh man, it's been the highlight of my week looking at people sharing their Seriously. favorite sandwiches. Honestly, uh, learning about new sandwiches that I had no idea existed. I it's love a great. good sandwich. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, you gonna have a sandwich mm. this weekend, dude? I had a sandwich today for lunch. Whoa! Oh, it's lunchtime already. It's twelve thirty-seven. Look at that. Yeah, I, I usually eat lunch before I do this, so I'm not like sitting here hungry or mm. trying to record a show. So good. Uh, so NXT. Yeah, and I had some uh, Kodiak cakes. I had some Zodiac cakes this morning. I might make some Kodiak cakes for dinner tonight. There you go. With banana uh, and blueberry. Mm. NXT kicked off with Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai. Really good match. Uh, yeah, it's a super good match. Uh, Dakota Kai, they're booking her pretty strong, man, but uh, Rhea was in control for much of this match. Uh, she had that, uh, what do you call it thing? She basically just dumped oh, Rhea the Ripley. Electric ca- the electric chair, chair. yeah, the drop. Man, the yeah. one she did on the apron, that looked rough. That looked rough. She came down with force on that one. On her face, too. That looked uh, nasty. She did it again in the ring, got two. Uh, Kai was screaming at Rhea Ripley. Uh, I'm the number one contender. But then Rhea just sort of popped her up, dropped her. Uh, mm-hmm. Rhea goes for a riptide. It was countered with a really nasty-looking DDT. Uh, Dakota Kai got two on that one. A big boot from Rhea uh, into her submission. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I got the Steve Oh, that's the reverse here. cloverleaf that she does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rhea. She did the big boot. Yeah, into the submission. Uh, and then that was countered into uh, Rhea Ripley being tossed into the turnbuckle. Kai hit that uh, the big corner kick she does. Face wash. The face wash, but that sent Rhea to the apron. And then they both went up top, but the ref got distracted by Kai when she went down. Mercedes Martinez Runs up to the apron, kicks Rhea. Uh, that allows uh, Dakota Kai to hit sort of a draping GT kick. Go to kick Go for to the kick. win. The so, ref totally uh, should have seen Mercedes Martinez come up on the Oh, apron. my God. He had no peripheral vision, man. They should have not shown the replay of that at all. Because when it happened in real time, I didn't really notice it. When they showed the replay, it's like plainly in his field of view. It plainly. was just so right there. It was so right there. Like yeah, I they felt should... like she got the apron. He had to do this. There should have been some, a little bit better storytelling with like Kai, like distracting him a bit more. Like just keep your, you know, I don't know. Anyways, uh, after that, uh, oh, after the match, of course, uh, Mercedes Martinez attacked Rhea Ripley. Yeah, um, hits and, the air uh, raid crash. Yeah, I like that though. I was like, oh, I didn't see that one coming because yeah, Robert Stone Brand know. is yeah. targeting, targeting, targeted. Tar- she's the targeted. Targeted. So uh, next undisputed era, they show up a full sale. Man, Adam Cole was wearing an awesome suit. It was maroon. They all look so dapper. Oh man, that suit was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, after that, Bronson Reed took on your favorite wrestler, maybe ever, Shane Thorne. I like Shane Thorne. Dude's got a ton of skill, man. He he he, he and, and he can rock the the jeans and no shirt look. It's not easy to do that. There's no. two people I know of maybe on this planet that can do that. John Shane Morrison. Thorne and John Morrison, yeah. And Shane Thorne, yeah. Yeah, so man. So this was a this is the Mighty Don't Kneel reunion of sorts. Yeah. Yep. Uh and this match I thought this match was a freaking killer man. Again, this was like, you know, like you like the 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 enhancement matches uh that where aren't both like both parties look good. Where everybody looks good. I Shane Thorne and that suicide dive where he just basically like turned the Dark into Young it. style one, yeah. I love it. I yeah. love that, man. Guys are out there revolutionizing the suicide dive. Yeah. That's you good Phoenix, stuff. You got Darby Allen doing it over on AEW. Shane Thorne doing it here on NXT where it's like suicide dive and essentially shoulder tackle. It's great. I love it. It's great. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, uh, uh, Bronson Reed, big, thick boy. I like his logo. He's got. I don't know if that's a new logo or not, but it just looks better. Looks like a really good. It was just on the Tron and the sides. It's like, oh, that's some good design right oh, there. I guess I didn't notice it. It looked fairly modern. Uh, anyways, uh, we had a great, uh, let's see here, big suicide, uh, full Nelson slam on the apron. That looked pretty nasty. Uh, he goes on top. Uh, Thorne meets him up there, throws, uh, did he throw him off? I don't know if he threw him off. But anyways, he uh, 
<laughs> my steve notes are so maybe sparse. you threw them off maybe you didn't i dude i had like i had alabama this morning asked me for asked me for cereal we didn't have any cereal or he had some like unicorn stuff that she bought because the uh, the box looked great but you know she don't like it so i was like you want some zodiac cakes and she's like yeah give me some zodiac cakes did you put anything into the, the zodiac cakes uh, I couldn't find the cinnamon, but I put some uh, vanilla extract, dude. Yeah, that's. I got that from you, man. I got that from you. That was a good that's idea. That's the way to go, man. You get the vanilla extract, the cinnamon in there at the minimum. I'm telling you, mash up some banana, and put it in there. Oh, yeah, so good. I don't need all that. I don't oh, need all so that. good. It's so good. Maybe one day I'll try it. They're moist enough. You don't even need syrup, man. Oh yeah, I just do a little bit. Just dunk a little bit of syrup. Yeah, I mean, if you want it for the extra flavor, I'm saying from a moisture standpoint, you get a good ripe banana in there. You don't even need it. anyways. Bronson Reed won this match. Um, Hits a, a, a Death Valley driver, top rope splash for the win. Still a hell of a showing from Shane Thorne. He's got a good looking. His cannonball is one of the best in the business. Mm-hmm. Gets so mm-hmm. much air in that. He's got a mm-hmm. great shining wizard. Um, if if they can develop a character for him and he, that's, that he's comfortable with, and he could show some personality, dude's got tons of skill. You know, dude, why don't you just look? Bronson Reed is great, and he's wonderful as a face. Turn him heel. Turn him heel. Put him with Shane Thorne and one other guy. Who else was in the Mighty Don't Kneels? Anybody else from the uh, Mighty well, Don't Kneel? Nick Miller was, but then he left. He ain't there anymore. Yeah. Uh, let's see, because they have like a whole bunch of people. Let's see if there's anybody else that's in WWE right now. Uh, let's see here. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I don't know any of these people here. All right. Oh, no. Oh, Brendan Vink. Brendan Vink. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 There you go. Could you imagine that trio if you actually book them pretty like yeah. good? Why don't they have Vink and Thorn tag team in NXT? On a regular I basis. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I read somewhere, man. God, I don't know where this is from. I read somewhere that Vince really seems to like Brendan Vink. I saw that too. Maybe they're just holding off but on, like, on TV. Making it give him like maybe he's going to be part of a retribution. Could be. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Could be. Uh, yeah, that was solid stuff. Let's see here. Uh, what else? We After got that, on? we had a oh, Brizango. They arrive at full sail. Uh, Legado del Fantasma pull up in their SUV behind them. Attack. Uh, they beat up Tyler Breeze. Uh, leave them laying. Uh, Fandango uh, gets beat up. Gets put in the car. They drive off. Man, it's a night of great of great uh, suits. That blazer on Fantasma, oh, gold man. and black. It's like gold oh. foil. Oh, oh. man. Man, it, that was a thing of beauty. I couldn't stop looking at that. Why did Moro completely no sell this kidnapping? By the way, like I don't know. Maybe he was they, transfixed by that blazer. I, know I was. was. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. But they show this. They show this, and then Moro's like, and then earlier today, Robert Stonebrand. I'm like, a man just got kidnapped. Anyways, that's a, that's a great blazer, though. It's <laughs> a really great blazer. Robert Stonebrand was walking around, cock of the walk, top of the world. Uh, and uh, Mackenzie asks, hey, uh, why did you interrupt Rhea Ripley's match? Apparently Mackenzie hadn't seen when Rhea Ripley had multiple times dumped Robert Stone literally into garbage. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, she might be done with Robert Stonebrand, but Robert Stonebrand, we're not done with her. Correct. After that, we had North American triple threat action. <laughs> Damien, Damien Priest. Pr- Damien Priest. Damien I can't wait Priest. To, I can't wait to talk about his promo later on. I love it. Interview. I love it. I can't Damien wait. Damien Priest versus Oni Lorcan versus Ridge Holland. Uh, strong showing from Ridge Holland. I missed his his work in NXT UK. I haven't really seen much. Um, dude's thick. He's jacked. I wonder how far he threw Jack Stars. Probably I would like assume across the ring. Corner to corner, right? I would assume, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, man, he is... He he he's built like a powerhouse, and that's kind of his move set. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of Taz in terms of all the suplexes and throws. Cal Jack's a good reference point too in terms of his in-ring style. Um, strong showing from him. This was a fun match. They they didn't keep it too long. Uh, Oni got a lot of offense in. When he's on a roll, he moves so fast, keeps you interested. Um, no point in this really ever slow down. Uh, and then Damian Priest uh, found a way to get the win. Choke slams Ridge Holland. And then uh, hits Oni with Reckoning to get the win. So that was really, yeah, super solid match. Uh, they followed that with another really good match. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes! It's Grimes time versus Keith Lee. Keith Lee was in no mood for shenanigans tonight. Ooh, man. He so, was grumpy. Uh, 
Of course, the guy, yeah, he was. Cameron Grimes, of course, his middle name is Shenanigans. And uh, so, yeah, he was he was trying to he was trying to pick away at Lee, but Lee, he was having none of it. None. They book uh, Cameron Grimes uh, pretty strong, but he was no match for Lee tonight. He ate two fun splashes. Uh, he was able to evade a spirit bomb relatively early, and he countered a, B, uh, a big bang catastrophe with a roll up, and mm-hmm. he tried to do the, the the cheating pin with his feet on the ropes. Didn't uh, work. Didn't work. Grimes hits his collision course, which with Keith Lee is super impressive. I know. Uh, gets two on that one. He goes for a cave in, but Lee counters, gives him this big double chop, sending Grimes to the ground. Spirit bomb later. Keith Lee gets a three count. Yeah, fun match. Um, uh, do we talk about so oh, after so that, let's the go lights, down yeah. single spotlight on Keith Lee Scarlett's talking um, and then on the Tron Karrion Cross shows up and he goes I haven't seen Regal once since I've signed here uh, <laughs> uh, you're the guy that can make things happen and you haven't so we're going to do this the hard way and the camera pulls back and he says this is all on you and the backstage area is all tore up his shirt's tore off poor Oni's laid out back there he had um, somebody. Who did he have in the? I he had somebody. Tell. Yeah, I couldn't tell either. But he was frothing at the mouth, and then he just sort of drops him before I could tell who it was. But he's literally murdered like five people mm-hmm. in like the backstage area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a pretty effective reveal, to be honest with you. It's kind of cool seeing all. I like. The, I like how they they photograph his promos with just his eyes. Yeah, I know. I know. Me too. That's what made this reveal like extra like cool. It's like usually we're just used to that. And then you see the destruction that he's laid out. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Next, uh, William Regal gives an update on the North American uh, ladder match takeover, specifically Dexter Loomis. He's out because ankle injury. And that's when they announced uh, in two weeks, there will be two last chance matches between the four guys who weren't pinned or submitted in their respective qualifiers. So you got John, John Gargano. Finn Balor, Rich Holland, and whoever it loses but isn't pinned in uh, their match next week. I'm assuming that's probably going to be Kushida. I feel like Cameron Grimes is going to win the match. Um, Kushida's not taking that pin, so it'll be I mean, Kushida, Holland, Balor, and Gargano. Mm-hmm. Pretty, uh, pretty solid field to those guys heading to takeover. Man, once Cameron Grimes wins that North American Championship, I really want him just to immediately target Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because that would be that would be so him. Like he gets North American Championship, he's like, "I'm going to the moon," and he just tries to to like bat for the title just above him instead oh, of like taking on other competitors in that division. You just looking past them already. <laughs> exactly. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, after that, we had Legato del Fantasma dragging poor Fandango in. Uh, at one point, I did hear the word perro, which is, yeah. uh, of course, called him a dog. Uh, and he says uh, he gets on the mic with that amazing and uh, like you know I was trying to understand what he was saying he's speaking perfect English but that blazer it was so distractingly awesome but I was able to write down some notes here Uh, he comes out and says you know every week we come out here and explain why Lucha Libre culture is important it's art not a gimmick and then right here I've written in my notes God his jacket is pure gold but he says unfortunately people like Brizango exist and I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of on board with uh, his point here on this one, dude. He says, every week they play dress up at the bash. They mocked Lucha culture. Uh, and then uh, they like throw him over the, the barricade into the ringside yeah, yeah. area. And uh, they get into the ring. And I think they were about to murder him or something. But Tyler yeah. Breeze came in uh, and then they grab him. Oh, dude, that Raul Mendoza kick to his face looked brutal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Phantasma after the beatdown says, and anybody back there that can hear my voice, Swerve Scott, if you speak my name again, this will be your future. Yep, pretty nasty stuff. They've done a pretty good job, matter of a month and a half, of building up uh, uh, Legato del Phantasma and being this really cool, uh, threatening faction. It's Man, they, they are something to watch. Like, you can't take your eyes off these guys. Like, mm-hmm. it was the smartest thing to take that dude's mask off his face. Mm-hmm. That's always the funny thing, man, isn't it? Like, whenever a, a luchador unmasks, why is it, like, the most beautiful thing in the world? You think of Dr. Wagner Jr., like, when we saw his unmasking, oh, my God, it was like, you look like a god. Uh, uh, Umberto Carrillo, when he shows up without a mask, amazing. Mm-hmm. Angel Garza, without a mask, beautiful. All these beautiful luchadors being hidden by these masks, man. Andrade? Oh, Andrade? What is going on? Anyways. Oh, let's oh talk. gosh, yes. Right. So we, get a, we get a quick Undisputed Era video. You go ahead with this one, Larson. So we got a Damian Priest interview. He's like, well, I talked about this. Hey, he's hey, outside no near his car. Yeah, he's got sunglasses on, right? He's got, uh, it's at night. <laughs> yeah, he's got sunglasses on. Again, he seems distracted. Yeah, always. Like he's always. looking at around at something else. So, so it's no secret. Been after this championship for a while, and uh, now the time's come. Come take over. The reign of infamy begins. Okay, well, what do you think about Dexter Loomis's ankle injury, Damien? Yeah, it sucks to be him. Uh, we all know the risks. You get into this business. I might. Oi. Yeah. I might. Oi. Looks like you and I are going to have a rumble there for the North American Championship. Piss off, ghost. So I want you to get those aspirations out of your head that you got for being a champion. Fluke isn't going to happen again. All right. Well, I don't don't agree with that. Why don't we have a Mitch? Anytime. (laughs) That was a terrible... I'm sorry. To to our Australian friendos out there, I apologize. I I get so much flack for my terrible butchering of the Australian accent. It's, uh, and for once, I like Damian Priest. Like, just focus on your promo. <laughs> <laughs> he seems so distracted all the time. He's always, yeah, dude. He sounds like he sounds like he he always seems like he's on the verge of forgetting his line. Mm-hmm. Like when he went over to Jonah Rock, he does this first, like with the hand movements. He goes, you know, you get. I got to tell you something now. Get those aspirations out of your head. Yeah, uh, he's, he's my he's my favorite promo guy in WB right now. Damian Priest is. I agree because yeah, it's like it's always like, what is going on in your head? Can't can't stop thinking about that donut from that bearded man that I I turned down one time three years ago. It haunts me. It haunts me. Uh, hey, can you plug out and plug yeah. back in? Uh, so uh, at that point, we see Pat McAfee. Uh, he's there at full sale. He is back in the good graces. Uh, the the bridges have been mended uh feelings you know they they've been they're they're moving past all that stuff apologies have been made etc etc so he's on uh commentary throughout the rest of the show which builds the finish but before we get there we got tegan knox versus indy hartwell in an enhancement match for tegan knox uh indy full of herself saying uh you know i beat shotzi blackheart right she says you're not great you're not that impressive, and then bang, eats a headbutt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'll be like most of this match was sort of 
uh, overshadowed by uh, the Pat McAfee story. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, he was yeah, just he was talking commentary. the whole time. He was talking the entire time. And uh, Beth Phoenix actually had a really good question to kick things off. She says, hey, you know, being a former NFL, and they're really starting to play up. They're starting, okay, hey, Pat McAfee, he's not a chump. Like, he was in the NFL. How did you deal with pressure, pressure situations? Of course, being yeah. self-deprecating, he says, well, I had a certain level of stupidity that kept me from understanding the mm-hmm. pressure of the situation, and it worked for me really, really well. Uh, and uh, so, you know, Tom Phillips starts to bring up the Adam Cole stuff, and Pat McAfee's getting a little bit defensive, saying, hey, you know, that's sort of a gotcha question, and he says, all that stuff is behind me. But they, uh, by the way, uh, T.E. Knox uh, finishes Indy Hartwell pretty easily. Yeah. But getting back to Pat McAfee, which is what NXT wants us to concentrate on. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he starts to take, like, there's, like, maybe one or two slights at Cole during this match, but that kicks oh, but him to full gear. Event, man. Oh. Endless. Endless. Now, this was, this was great because... It's a tag title match, Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Yeah. And, and of course, Adam Cole comes out with the Undisputed Era, as does Roderick Strong. But Adam, Adam Cole is, like, situated ringside, and, like, he's less than 20 feet away from Pat McAfee. There's yeah. not, like, a big crowd there or anything. So, like, Pat McAfee is just all of a sudden can't help himself with the small jokes at Adam Cole. And eventually he just says, yeah, you know, looking at him now, he's like 20 feet away. Uh, he does, he's got like the body of a child and the giant head. Well, he, he tried to turn around. Like, I think it was his last question about uh, his Adam Cole's intelligence. Because he says, yeah, yeah he's, got, he, he's got a child's body, a huge head. So he's probably got a large brain up there. <laughs> yeah, and you see Adam Cole go. Like that. Yeah. From that moment on, he's like completely distracted. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just staring over there, looking over. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so towards the finish, uh, uh, like Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish gets worked over quite a bit by him. Imperium has like control of this match ninety percent of the time. Yeah, they do. But the but but Kyle O'Reilly has he's got some moments. That dude looks so happy. Oh, when he got that hot tag it. man, that double uh, dragon screw leg whip spot on Imperium, where he gave one to one guy and in turn gave, uh, uh, you know, I think it was Eichner to Bartel. Yeah. Like he had like a series and yeah. doing one dragon through gave the other guy one. And then the one in the corner on Bartel was great. He was working over Bartel's he leg. He looks so excited to be back in that ring. Yeah. So he puts a, a, a heel hook on Bartel. Eichner breaks that up with a, a double springboard moonsault. And that's when Cole's like, enough. He goes with the commentary. Uh, he tells <laughs> McAfee that he's acting stupid. He said, I can hear. I'm less than 20 feet away. I yeah. can hear everything you're saying. You're acting stupid. No part of this is fun. Yeah, because uh, McAfee's like, oh, I'm just trying to have some fun. I'm just this is a little friendly jokes, mm-hmm. and Adam Cole says, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, chill out. And McAfee says something to him. Cole throws water, dares Pat to do something about it. You get refs out there, Triple H, HPK. They're all trying to break it up. And of course, undisputed air. They're completely distracted by what's going on. Imperium hit European bomb for the win, and then Cole starts yelling at McAfee that it's his fault. Mm-hmm. The undisputed air lost. Uh, McAfee walks away. Goes nah. Turns around, walks back towards him, and tells Cole, "Hey, nothing is going to change for the rest of your life. You're going to be an itty bitty short little bitch." And <laughs> Cole, so Cole goes ballistic, leaps over the announce table. He's being held back by Shawn Michaels, and Pat McAfee punts him in the head. Yeah, it was the per- honestly, it was it was the perfect setup for number one, Pat McAfee. Like you don't, he's not. It's not like this is Sam Roberts, somebody who's going to like probably. You would think not want to engage at all. Pat McAfee is from the NFL. He's a punter. And so when Adam Cole is being held back by everybody, but in perfect position, strewn across the announce table, like it's just the perfect opening mm-hmm. for Pat McAfee to do mm-hmm. what he knows he can do. And what we all know he can do is punt him in the head. Yeah. So he does. And Adam Cole is completely out. Pat McAfee leaves. And uh, HBK is left saying, can we get a doctor over here? Yeah. All gruff and grizzled. And I, I like that McAfee as he was leaving. It's like, yeah, really unprofessional place you run here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was, I, I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah, it was uh, fun. I'm looking forward to seeing where this is go. Again, I give NXT the benefit of the doubt. I think they're going to defy uh, perhaps expectations. This might be goofy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I, I, sure. seen, I seen none on the Discord. Oh wow! So uh, maybe there's there's one here in the Twitch chat from Doctor Steve Winters because I know he's a big proponent of the Discord. But I will go to the Patreon 
and see what we have over there. I'll peruse the questions here on Twitch. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Rodriguez says, uh, how disappointed are you that Cole didn't drop a bleeped F-bomb when he was yelling at McAfee at the end? It would have been on brand. I, I would have. Yeah. It would have. He I did say he was going to kill him. I forgot to mention that. He did say, I'm, I'm going to kill you mm-hmm. to, uh, to Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate asked, so, if Kushida, so with Kushida returning next week for the first time since the Cruiserweight tournament, he's not expected to win, so what's next for him? Could he be the one to take the title off Santos? I have no idea what they're doing with Kushida. There seems to be no plan in place for him. He lives in Florida, so like he could totally be there or on... Boy, they just need to send him to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. How great would that be? Have him because him and uh, Gulak had a match when he first arrived. Yeah. They like a series, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Daniel Boy. Bryan wants to wrestle Kushida. Revisit that. Go to Daniel Bryan, Matt Riddle, yeah. dude. Any number of people. AJ Styles. I know. I know. Send him to SmackDown. SmackDown's got such a great roster. This is a good question here from Gareth Nichols. Morrow casually mentioned that Damian Priest's father fought Chuck Norris. Why does he not mention this in his promos? I don't oh, know. what a great. What a great addition to the lore of Damian Priest. What if, what if his what if his gimmick was like Chuck Norris facts through the prism of his own father? There you go. That's good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, let's see here. Blake Esta. As a fan of the Pat McAfee show and knowing he has his own ring and that he has been training for the last couple of months, but nobody really knowing why, uh, I'm totally into this angle and think Adam Cole... They could potentially deliver the best wrestler versus celebrity match we've seen in a long time, if not ever. What do you guys think? I didn't know any of that stuff, but that's not shocking, man. This is takeover. Like, yeah, this is no joke. Do a a, a celebrity match just to put eyeballs on there if they can't deliver. Jorge D mentions this in 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 chat, and I'm happy he did because I I failed to mention during the the recap that at one point Beth Phoenix got so tired of of Pat McAfee's trash talk that she goes, "I'm not cool with this. I'm out of here." She said, "Leave session." Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Wolfpack for life. Do you think Vince loves Cameron Grimes because he could do a Southern accent? Yes. Hey, it's going to get him in good with Vince. Yep. Fear and loathe. At no point did Keith Lee indicate he was going to give Killian Cross a match. So why did Cross say, I guess you want to do things the hard way? Last week, Keith Lee said, name the time and place. I'll do it. It was Regal who told Cross that he had to earn the opportunity. He just can't be granted one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now he's in a spot. He's like, well, I haven't seen Regal just beyond his Matt Chat questions, so now I have to start literally killing people. Uh, Gregory Faea, uh, since Adam Cole is with the Undisputed Era, what three NFL players or ex-NFL players should join Pat McAfee <laughs> if they had a War Games match? That's great. Uh, D'Angelo Williams. Oh, yeah, terrific. Um, Moose! Moose! Yeah. Bring yeah. Moose over. And I'm trying to think of other football players who have. There's got to be some. There's a, there's a Mongo, uh, former, oh Mongo gosh. McMichael. I was going to say there's other former NFL players at the performance. Oh centers. no, Gareth is saying Gronk. Oh yeah, there you go, Jorge D. If Triple H came to you guys, do your own Pat McAfee angle. Why would it be Larson versus Priest? How would the interview starting the feud go? So I'd be interviewing him, and he'd be obviously distracted. I'd be like, "What are you looking at?" Yeah. Focus on me. I'm talking to you. Wow. What are you Strong words. What's going would, on there? Is there so is what's going on over there? I would think that you'd rib him about the donuts. I'd get to that. I'd, I'd you, say, oh, yeah, okay, so that's the well, next you think about the donut I offered you years ago that you didn't take? Yeah. Have oh my god, wow. That? Dude, breaking AEW cracked nine hundred thousand. Wow. NXT was seven fifty three. Well, that's good for both shows. Nine that's awesome. Yeah, they haven't been that high in a long time. No kidding. Wow. Wow, I'm telling you, man, AEW is going to match Raw by the end of the year. I'm Let's telling see. you, that's going to happen. Oh, uh, Woken Shadow, how does one join the Discord? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, if you're a Twitter, I can, I can send the link out. Uh, generally speaking, if people ask me for the link, if you're, if you're a Twitch sub, a YouTube channel member, or a patron, um, I, I send the link out. I got to start doing that on a weekly basis. I start doing a weekly newsletter, man, with That'd Steve notes and uh, and links and stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Forbesy, other than wrestling, what other type of quiz do you think you do best in? Uh, what kind of quiz? Oh, it's like a Star Trek quiz show. 
I'd probably do pretty good in music and well, maybe movie still, but uh huh. Yeah, I would be really. I have to watch some of the schmodown and see, and see. Okay, how would I do here? Yeah, how obscure they get with their questions. Yeah, yeah. Dang MQ, Pat's wrestling debut should be better than Gronk. Ho- Excuse me. Hopefully, yeah, it should be. Oh, I yeah, I have no doubt that it will be. I have no doubt about that one. Um, Nightbot, what is Nightbot doing in chat? That was weird. Yeah, that is weird. Oh, Dead Vinny was trying to was uh, trying to activate Nightbot. Oh, uh, Andrew Jocelyn, Steve, you could have Johnny Swinger in an NXT feud. Who would be his young boy? He says, I think I know your answer. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Who would be his young boy? I don't know. I mean, the fact that Andrew Jocelyn thinks he knows the answer makes me now wonder what the hell my answer is supposed to be. Well, who would qualify as a young boy in, in Impact? He, so uh, Crazy Steve is his young boy. All right. Crazy Steve doesn't really know that, but Johnny Swinger seems this to This is all Wrestling House that. stuff, right? This is all Wrestle House, yeah. Wrestle House, sorry. Yeah, Wrestle yeah. House. Well, no, hey, it's okay because uh, 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 Josh Matthews on the Impact broadcast at one point called it Wrestling House as well. <laughs> He's their lead commentator. <laughs> um, uh, everybody's saying Grimes, but Grimes would not be a suitable young boy for... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Austin says, Pat saying Mamma Mia when Morrow came in uh, uh, cracked him up. Because, yeah, at yeah. one point Morrow's like, you know, I'm kind of tired of this crap talk too. And then, yeah, Pat goes, oh, Mamma Mia. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah, Pat McAfee's Pat. good at the trash talk, man. He's funny, dude. He's a funny. I remember when I first saw I was like, I am not into this guy, but yeah, he's he funny. Yeah, he annoying at first, yeah. Yeah. Uh, night by night, given the public reputation. I'm sorry, I'm invading your Twitch here. That's fine. Given the public reputations of punters. I don't know what the public reputation of punters well, is. Well, I mean, they're generally, you know, like the your average football player is is out there making tackles, get hit on a regular basis. Okay, yeah, sure. Punters yeah. and kickers, not so much. I yeah, guess that's yeah, okay. Point. Sure, sure. What other unlikely athletes would you like to see in a wrestling match? Um, Like a, a curler. Mm, okay, yeah. An Olympic yeah. curler. I was thinking what, what like a... Uh, I mean, I guess what would be there? There is really no equivalent, at least in basketball, to a punter necessarily. There, I mean, everybody on the court. I mean, they all have their positions, but uh, like in baseball, you're you're more of a baseball guy. Is there yeah. somebody like a punter who really isn't too involved in as involved rather in there, the action? There really isn't in baseball something as specialized as a punter maybe like a pinch runner who's someone that that's on the bench that's exclusively comes in the game later in 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 the contest to pinch run for a slower runner to try to get you know a tying or go ahead run mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's- oh wow wait a second austin i didn't even know this he said you have to watch mcafee's interview with damian priest whoa oh that's got to be one for the ages Uh, let's see here. Moses Supposes asks, what two singles wrestlers would you put together to bolster the tag team division? Uh, Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne. Yeah. And put then Bronson him, yeah. Reed, too. And then put him with Bronson, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jordan Jimmy Thomas. Thomas says, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Jordan Thomas first says, uh, how tall is Adam Cole? I Googled his height and said it was six feet, which isn't Pat, really that short. Pat McAfee is six one, and he's a good inch, inch and a half taller than Adam Cole. Adam Cole's probably at my height, 5'11". Adam Cole is shorter than you. Oh, he is? Okay. He's, I would say probably 5'10". All right. Probably. 
Because you're 5'11", right? Yeah, I'm like 5'10 and a half, 5'11", yeah. He might be like 5'9". He's he's because I'm six feet, and he's shorter than I am. Mm-hmm. And when I when I'm standing next to you, you're not noticeably shorter than me. You're by like an inch, which is not mm. that much. Mm. He is shorter than me. Like it's gotcha. noticeable. Uh, Jimmy Thomas is asking about what about knuckleballers? That's a very specific skill, but especially if you're a starting pitcher. Granted, baseball is somewhat different now. The expectation is you're in there for like five innings, which is a good portion of the game. It's more than half the game. Um, punters are in there for a very specific thing at a very specific point in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and otherwise, they're not utilized. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if you want to talk of like a, 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 a lefty specialist out of the bullpen who's in the face one batter, that could be comparable, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have all seen... Sorry, this is Jordan Snipes. Uh, we've all seen disastrous examples of promising NXT talent getting called up to Maine and being misused. Who's the one talent that you think Triple H would be most furious with Vince over if the same happened to them? Adam Cole, right now. Right now, it's Adam Cole. Yeah. I think that had Finn Balor been given the Bobby Roode treatment... Oh, he would have been livid. I think that would have been the biggest thing because it's obvious that Finn ba- like Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Ad- and Adam Cole are all kind of the, like the three guys. I'm not sure he who he's highest on most because mm-hmm. he's so high in all three of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Vince also Vince seems to love Kevin Owens. Yeah, Vince seemingly. seems to love Kevin Owens. Uh, James Fletcher, who's your personal favorite wrestler in NXT and AEW who has no chance of a title at the moment? He says, I'm sorry, at the moment, AEW is Colt Cabana for him. Uh, My favorite wrestler in NXT who has no shot at a title right now is probably. Well, I'm going to take Adam Cole out of it because he already had a title. Mm -hmm. Um Might be Finn Balor. He's not one to build anytime soon. I would take him out of it too because he's won. He's he's been this. Just, so Are somebody who hasn't had the championship, never won anything, and doesn't look like they're going to. Because I'd also say like Rhea Ripley, but she was the champion. Rhea Ripley's still a really weird case. I know, I know. Unless they're really doing the thing where she reached kind of the pinnacle uh, with. Uh, you know, having the match against Charlotte Mania and has fallen so far now she has to climb her way back. But it, I don't really even feel like from her character's perspective, that's what's happening, you know? I think that, dude, I really think that Charlotte's, uh, the stuff with her implants, that might have thrown that particular plan for a loop. If you think about it, like if they, if, if Triple H, what he was saying was true, was find out in a couple months where the story's going to go. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Charlotte was like, hey, we have a problem. I have a, a health issue that I need to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. That might have thrown everything for a loop. Could be. Could be. Um, I'll say Candice LeRae. She's not getting anywhere near the women's title anytime soon. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. As far as AEW, I mean, Darby's up there. Oh, it's Darby. And unless, yeah, I thought, I actually thought that uh, we were going to see something. I thought we were going to see Brian Cage last night I at the too. end of that match. And it, I could see Darby taking that FTW title off him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be Darby. But yeah, otherwise, for sure, it's Darby. He's like, Darby's like probably one of my top five guys in wrestling right now. Darby or Pack. Oh, yeah, Pack Or Pentagon great. Jr. because, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with the Lucha Brothers. Uh, in NXT, dude, I don't know why I'm coming up short right now in NXT. Probably uh, probably, probably what Gargano's been doing lately. Gargano's been so str- Like, I've really enjoyed his little heel run here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shotzi. Shotzi's a great answer. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's terrific. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Patrick Sparks. Is this going to be a Pat McAfee on a pole match? <laughs> if that were the case, it would just go on forever. It never end. Did you see this? Patrick Sparks also brings this up. Thoughts on Hugo Savinovich saying on commentary that Karrion Cross was once an actual hired mercenary slash hitman for the mafia. I did not hear that. I guess he's adding to the backstory. Wow. Saying that he was legitimately like a, a hitman. Wow. Wow. 
Uh, Logan Finsterbush. When EO and Rhea get moved to Raw SmackDown, does a single woman move in to dominate like the previous, or do we get a mix of title reigns, possibly between Knox, Kai, and Candice LeRae? I'm kind of curious to know what they're going to do with uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Like, they mentioned her name tonight? They did. They or did, last yeah. night? Yeah. I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen with that. Uh, and then I've got Imposter Naked Midian here with a question. <laughs> Pandemic aside, do you think WWE should keep the hockey boards in the audience once the crowds come back? Yeah, yeah, I love them. I love them. I absolutely love them. I love when people get thrown into them. It's great. They won't because they want that level of proximity for the fans when they return. But 100%, I think they should. I think it's awesome. I think I, they've utilized them pretty well in terms of incorporating them into matches, and I'd hate to see that go. I am torn on it because I see your point and I and I agree with it. At the same time, I do think there is something about the intimacy between the crowd. Totally. And the, like, for example, sure like with AEW, I think it'd be diminished if AEW put up hockey boards like that. Yeah, I kind of expect that to a certain degree from WB since they're such a, a larger corporate entity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. There's, you know, there's also the 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 noise-making opportunity for fans, as we've seen with people in the performance center where they bang on the boards, and that it creates yeah. a, a, a more lively atmosphere. Yeah. I don't dis- yeah. I don't disagree. I think that, I'm like I said, I just, I see it both ways. I like both things. Yeah, I don't think they will, but I'd be excited if they did. Yeah, I doubt they would. It'd be, I'd, I'd put it this way, it'd be open to them trying it. Mm-hmm. I'd be open to them saying, okay, well, let's see what this is like when you have a full house. I mean, it's one thing to get tossed into a, the barricade and you hear that thump. Mm-hmm. But we get tossed into the glass there, and you hear mm-hmm. the psh, and it reverberates and shaking and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, and the, like the crowd banging on it, I think is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Steve Winters, what other sports stars, past or present, would you like to see as a guest wrestler? Other sports stars, pa- oh, I mean, if LeBron decided to get in the wrestling ring, that'd be awesome. That'd be pretty special. He'd look amazing too. He's like he'd be like one of the tallest guys. Mm-hmm. What is he, 6'8"? Yeah. Jeez. About 230 pounds. Oh, yeah. He's great. And then we'll do this Alex Foster one. At this point, how many teams should be in a Dusty Classic if NXT still has tag team by four. tag teams by then? Four. Yeah, four. <laughs> Two-round tournament. A one-night special. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a one-hour special event. I know. There you go. Uh, and then, oh, finally here, Ed Fries says, it's either Freeze or Fries, Steve. Do you want to think of me as French fries or Arnold as Mr. Freeze? There's got to be an answer, Ed. Yeah, like, like, yeah. What is it like the DMV? What is the IRS? How do you say it? If you have a preference, how do you want how you want your last name pronounced? By all means, please tell us. We will we will start we will adopt it. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it tonight. We got unsolved mysteries right here on Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson with the Enforcer and Raymond Burr. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.